everybody. So thanks for tuning in today to the Docs Sportcast. And uh, again, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Docs is for Doxin. That is the two-year-old Doxin on the cover art of this podcast. Her name is Aurora. She is a huge sports fan. And a uh, big reason for a lot of the content on this podcast. So uh, it's the NBA playoffs time, y'all. We're super excited about it. Aurora is super excited. Uh, seriously, I think she peed on the carpet a little bit yesterday during the Heat's, uh, or the other day during the Heat-Bucks game, because uh, that was such a close game back and forth. She got super excited throughout the contest. Um, as the playoffs continue, Aurora was asking some great questions from me, uh, but uh, one of them stood out, because uh, she's such an inquisitive, inquisitive canine, um, and that question that, that really stood out to me was uh, why is it that some of the top seeds aren't favored to win? I said, you know what? That's a really wonderful question, Aurora. It brought up a huge debate, a big issue that uh, her and I started talking about that the NBA has, and uh, that issue's only getting worse as time goes on. Look at the standings in the league, guys. The East is the, the number one seed, is the in the Eastern Conference is the Sixers. The number one seed in the Western Conference is the Jazz. Neither of those teams, when you talk to any analyst, you talk to people predicting the playoffs, whatever, neither of those teams are favored to win that conference. Neither of those teams, neither of the number one seeds, number one teams, teams with the best record throughout the season, are favored to win. There just seems something wrong with that, doesn't there? The top three teams in the West are not favored. The top three teams, guys. The Jazz, the Nuggets. Uh, man, I'm blanking right now. Can't remember who falls number two in the, in the West. But regardless, top three teams aren't even favored, guys. Come on on are you kidding me why is that why is that this is because of players because of this is because star power affecting the the overall favorite in series and things like that star power affecting it uh as related to uh their records during the season well so a lot of people would say well why is the record and and, and aurora asked this you know she said well you know, if the stars are on that team and that's the reason that they think they're going to win, why didn't they win that many games in the regular season? Well, here's the problem. Those stars didn't play. Those stars didn't play games, guys. It's because players are resting, not just rotationally, okay? Like the NBA intended when they allowed players to rest out games and stuff. They don't just rest rotationally every now and then on a set schedule. They overly are rested, guys. They, they overly sit out games. It is sickening, okay? Take a look at this, guys. Take a look at this. Seriously. Go to ESPN. Go to, uh, like, season leaders. Go to points per game. And hit uh, show, show all stats or whatever. Pull it up. And look on there at the most points per game. You will see some people missing from the list. That you'd be like, well, wow, why are they not on there? LeBron James, Anthony Davis, James Harden, K. 
Kevin Durant. All those guys are missing from that list. They're not in the top 50. They're not in the top 100. They're not even recorded. Why are they not recorded? Because, guys, ESPN only keeps track of players that play 70% of their team's games. Because you know what? You know what that is when they don't play 70% of games? That's irrelevant players. That's irrelevant stats. That's stats of people that aren't playing the full season and contributing the full season. Well, guess who lands on that list? LeBron, AD, KD, James Harden, they all land on that list. Okay? This is ridiculous that the top players for what is looked at as the top teams aren't playing 70% of your games. Take a look at that. It's crazy. LeBron James, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, all four of those top amazing talent that everybody wants to see play and some of the best players in the world all played under 50 games this season. In a 72-game season, they played under 50 games. Jokic, Jokic, uh, however you pronounce his name, he deserved to get MVP. He won MVP. He deserves to get MVP because I'm, I'm pretty sure he won an MVP. I didn't look recently, but he, he deserves MVP because he played all 72 games for his team. He actually played all freaking season, guys. He did what everybody used to do, played the entire season. Look at that list of how many guys in the top 50 that are recorded of play points per game played 72 games. And that's not including guys who played less than 70%. There's only like three or four guys on that list that played every game. That's ridiculous, guys. It is sad. Okay? So here's the big problem. After seeing Kobe Bryant's wife get up and talk at a giant public event, and one of the big things she talked about was how Kobe Bryant never rested games. He never set out games that he could play. He played through injuries. He played through issues. He played through anything he could. Why? Because of his fans. And he said that to her. He told her multiple times, I'm sitting out. I am not going to sit out because what about my fans that want to see me? What about my fans that want to watch me play? I can't do that to them. Okay? Kobe, whatever you want to think of Kobe, from an on-court person, you have to respect him more than anyone because he did all the right things on the court. He was amazing on the court. For his teammates, for his organization, he was great. He was amazing. Okay? And this just sheds more light onto that. Really, that's what it does. It sheds more light onto it. Many people will ask, and, and that's what a lot of people, this is what a lot of people ask nowadays. Because Kawhi Leonard, he missed like a really big game on TV this year. Like it was a big televised, nationally televised game, and he set out to rest, right? So he sits out because he needs to rest, okay? I wish I could just call in work and say, hey guys, I need a rest day. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that all the time. But you know what? Regular people don't get that. So, you know, we would get docked pay for a rest day that we're not actually sick. Yeah, we would get docked pay for that. So whatever. Anyway, back to this. Many people are asking, when should players rest? Because, you know, if it's a big TV game, should they be allowed to rest? Should they be able to rest that game? Like, shouldn't they wait until rest them another game? Here's my question. Why should they get to rest, guys? 
why is it that we are sitting there and we're looking at it and saying, you know what, these guys need to rest. These guys should get to rest. Last time I checked, guys, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, the NBA season was still an 82-game season. It's not like it's gotten any longer. This season was shorter. Last season was shorter. It's not like they're playing more games. It's not like it's a more brutal physical sport. The game is a soft sport nowadays compared to what it used to be. It's an offensive powerhouse because people can't even guard anyone the right way. Like, it is not a physical game anymore the way it used to be. So, it's ridiculous that you're letting these guys sit and you're okay with letting them sit. Guys, people pay good money to go watch these games. You guys, do you guys know me growing up there were two big things of sports in my household, and that was NBA basketball, didn't have a team because I grew up in Kentucky, and UK basketball, okay? Because I was born in Kentucky, I had to be a UK fan. If I wasn't, my parents would disown me, okay? So here's the thing. When I got to go to NBA games, when I lived in my parents' house, before I went to college, do you know how many NBA games I got to go to? I got to go to two. I got to go to two NBA games my entire young youth life under my parents you want to know why because it was a big investment we traveled a long way we traveled four plus hours to go to this game to watch some of my favorite players we went for my my brother uh jason we went to watch the miami heat because he was a big Dwayne wade fan i think he was just a fan of me and he confused Dwayne wade with my name wade um but he wanted to go watch Dwayne wade so we went and watched Miami Heat. I wanted to watch Kevin Garnett and the Boston Celtics. So we went and watched Kevin Garnett and the Boston Celtics. So we only got two times to do that when we were younger. Guys, because it's a huge thing. It was a huge deal for my family. It was a huge deal for me to get to go and do that. That was amazing. I will always remember that. And you know how upset I would have been. If those players I wanted to watch wasn't playing, do you know how upset my family would have been, should have been, if they didn't get to play? Are you serious? Driving four plus hours, investing all the money in the tickets, in the gas, and everything to get there. I mean, come on. It was ridiculous, guys. That would have been absolutely absurd. But you know what? We didn't have to worry about that back in the day. We didn't have to worry about that in the good old days of basketball. Now we do. Because now people aren't asking the questions of, should players rest? They're asking the questions of, when should they rest? Let me tell you guys, when the season's over. The players should rest when the season's over, okay? Before the season begins, that's when you should rest. That's why there's an off-season for a reason. And when it's a regular season, you need to play your games. Why are you getting paid to not do your job, to not play your games. It's absolutely infuriating. Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Anthony Davis have all been, over the last couple years, notorious for rest games, okay? And if you play FanDuel, if you do, um, you know, FanDuel Sportsbook, you know, if you do DraftKings, whatever it is, if you're following those things, you're following players, if you do fantasy basketball, you know, just, just for fun, and you're watching your guys' stats and you're watching their updates, guys, it is so aggravating to sit there and be like, what? So-and-so's resting? And they don't tell you like an hour, until an hour before the game? Like, oh, this player's resting? Oh, now I have to sub him out for someone else? Like, it's happening more and more commonly that 
players are just resting just to rest. It's, it's a common thing nowadays, and that is so sad to me. That's why if I was doing fantasy basketball, which I'm not doing it right now, but if I was doing fantasy basketball, I would not. And I would never. It could be the seventh round, and I would not take Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, or Anthony Davis. I wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole because they will lose you more games than they win you because of last-minute sitting out of games because they need to rest. Okay? It's a huge issue. As paying fans can't rely on their players, they want to watch. It grinds my gears, guys. It really does. It, it really upsets me. You know, it, I'm waiting in frustration with this. It also poses a bigger issue and a bigger question for players. Right? When guys like LeBron James started the new philosophy of star team-ups... You know, he started, like, the whole thing of recruiting guys to come play with you. Starting that young big three. Let's take all the big superstars in their prime. It was different when, you know, KG and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen did it. Like, guys, hey, look, we're coming to the twilight of our careers. Let's see if we can win a title, okay? No, LeBron James said, you know what? I don't want to work hard. I don't want to put team on my back. I don't want to put team on my shoulders. I want other people to carry the load for half the season so I can rest and not really play. Is that what he wanted to do? Because that's what it seems like, guys. That's my big question here. When LeBron James started the whole big three thing, did he realize, oh, you know, Chris Bosh was out some of the season because he was hurt. You know, Dwayne set out this many games because he got hurt, and we still made the playoffs. You know what? If I do this later on, and I, I recruit guys, and I have, you know, two or three other stars on my team, I can, you know what? I can just not play half the season. I can just sit out a quarter of the season and we still make the playoffs and then, I, then I'm rested and I can turn it on. Okay. Is that what you were trying to do? Is that what you set up? Is that why you went to LA so you could recruit better guys for you? Because you couldn't get good enough guys in Cleveland to come play with you? And it was too much hard work. You actually had to play a lot of the season. Is that what it was, LeBron? Is that what it is for all these other guys? Kawhi Leonard leaving? Kawhi left San Antonio. LeBron left Cleveland. James Harden whined and wanted out of Houston. How many games has James Harden played this year? Less than 50. So ever since the rest, ever since they left those teams, ever since LeBron left Cleveland, Kawhi left San Antonio, James Harden left Houston, it's been rest, 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 rest. Ever since then. It is, it is not fair. This is, this is my question to you guys. Is it fair for players like Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jokic, Luka Doncic, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, who played over 60 games this season, okay? Some of them playing over 70. Is it fair to those guys who put those teams, their team, on their shoulders every night? Is it fair to them that by the time they get to the playoffs, they got to go up against guys who have played a third, a half, a fourth of a season? Is it fair to them? Is that fair basketball? Is that competitive basketball? Is that real, uh, real fairness and competitiveness across the board? It's a huge competitive issue for the NBA. And look, players like LeBron are very, very smart. 
He is a very, very smart person. Okay? Very smart individual. And he has outsmarted the NBA. He has completely outsmarted the NBA. And if I'm the NBA, I'm embarrassed. Okay? He comes out, gets to come in fresh every postseason now. Because he's going to keep it this way. He's been doing it the last two or three years. He's going to keep doing it. So he's going to come in fresh every postseason while other players are tired after a rugged, grueling 72, 82-game season, whatever. They're going to be tired, and he's going to be fresh. So he's got a big advantage right off the bat. Not because he's that much better. We won't really get to see that, will we? Because it's not comparable when a guy comes in playing so much less games. That's why the MVP race shouldn't have been such a big race. Jokic, MVP. He played all the games. Nobody else touched him when it came to that. At least MVP candidates. Okay? So NBA needs to fix this problem, as there is a huge problem with fair play right now. LeBron played 45 games this year. Anthony Davis played less than 40 games this year. And LeBron James complained and whined about... The play-in tournament, because he might have to play two extra games. Are you kidding me? You didn't even play the whole season anyway. You didn't even play... You didn't even play three-fourths of the season. I mean, come on. That's like going out and literally every game, you go out there and you only play three quarters. Like, that. that's not a superstar. That's not a leader. That's not a dominant player. Come on, man. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe you extend the play-in tournament. Make it more games. Make it more teams in it. Make it harder for guys who want to sit and rest. Make it harder for them. Give those other teams the rest while the play-in tournament's going on and make it balanced. Because other teams are resting their guys all season long to be a 7th and 8th seed because they're okay with just making it in the tournament because, oh, our superstars will be back and we'll just cruise through. It's not fair, guys. So maybe that's the answer. Who knows? I don't know. But it keeps teams fresh. Keeps teams from resting players. You know? So I, if it was me, I would have rest games be games that they lose pay based on their their uh, per-game basis, right? Now, a lot of people's going to say, you know, oh, he was hurt. LeBron was hurt. You know, look at those games. He's got an ankle issue or whatever. It's a lingering problem. Was he... That's my exact point, guys. That's my exact point. It's outsmarting the NBA. Was he really hurt? Was he really hurt that much, guys? Was it really that big of a problem that he couldn't get on the court and play? Because I know Michael Jordan played through a lot of injuries to play every game of a season or over 80 games of a season. Michael Jordan did a lot of that. So why is, why is it that in the NBA today, it's okay for guys to just sit and sit and sit over a lingering, lingering issue, a lingering injury? Look, guys, it's an 82-game season. It's a long season. These are professional athletes. They're going out there, and they're getting banged up every night. So if I wanted to go out there and be like, oh, I got a little bruise on my shoulder, I'm going to sit out tomorrow. Like, I'm sorry, guys. That's not how it works. You play through it. So why is it okay nowadays? I don't – was he really that hurt? Was he really at a point where he couldn't play? Because when it came to games that they needed to win to knock it in the play-in tournament, he played. Games that they needed to win, he got out there and he played. 
even though this lingering injury that kept him out for five games in a row, all of a sudden, oh, now he's okay. Now he's good. Now he's good enough to play. No, he could have played before that. He's just playing because he wants to avoid the playing tournament. And I'm so happy that he didn't get to avoid it. I am so happy that he got to play in the playing tournament because he deserved that. Because he set out games he definitely could have played. I get it, guys. You get injured, whatnot. I understand. But if it's an injury, like, you have to play through injuries sometimes. I get it. I mean, yeah, you tear your ACL. I understand. There are certain injuries you can't play through. But if you can play through an injury and it's late in the season and you're getting in conference standings, you don't need to be sitting out all the time. But they were ready. They were ready to cruise into the playoffs. It was just absolutely ridiculous, guys. And I'm seeing that across the league. It's not just LeBron. It's not just LeBron. It's multiple players who are doing this. They're sitting there and they're using their team physicians to sit out games and not play. And and the physicians are helping them. The physicians are getting paid by the teams. The team's going to come to them and say, hey, Tell, tell him that he's got an injury with his ankle. Tell him that he's got something going on. Tell him that, tell, you know, give a, give a report that he's not doing good. Okay, fine. Now he can rest. And it's not listed as a rest game. It's listed as, oh, he's out due to injury. He's out to a, to a back problem. He's out to, you know, back tightness or whatever. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Look, back tightness, back spasms, like, some of this stuff that these guys are going through, and I've dealt with some of these things, okay? I've played through these things before in my life. Michael didn't sit through those things. Michael had those same exact things, and he played through it, okay? Like, it's it's sad, guys. It's sad to see this for so many levels, the competitiveness level, the fair play level, the, the way certain guys get away with things and other guys don't. The, the, the fans and what they should get from being able to watch their team, being able to go watch their team in person, like, it's, it's, it's just really, really absurd, guys. So anyway, if you take that, let's go back and let's look at what if guys get paid for the games they play, okay? And if a guy wants to get paid for a game that he sits out because of injury, there needs to be NBA paid officials or not officials but nba paid physicians paid by the nba unbiased who go to these teams these locker rooms and they check guys out and if they if they do x-rays if they do mris if they do whatever that stuff needs to be sent to these nba officials or these nba physicians they need to be there at the facilities they need to keep up with the players and if a guy is actually deemed hurt by one of these unbiased physicians, okay, they can sit out and then they can they can get paid for that game still. But the physicians need to be real with this. The physicians need to be real. And it needs to be a point of emphasis that these guys, it's okay for you to play when you're hurt. Because when you're sitting out and you're only playing 45 games, of a 72-game season, that's not a season, guys. And you're supposed to be the best player in the game. You're supposed to be the best of all time. You're not even playing. You're not even playing three quarters of the season. It's it's absolutely absurd. So when you got guys like him, Anthony Davis, James Harden, Kevin Durant, these guys notorious for recently, Kawhi Leonard too. You know, notorious for resting, not playing full seasons, not playing the bulk of the games. Like, when you got so many of those up in the high echelon of your players, you need to reevaluate something, and you need to change it up. 
So let's take a look at it. If if LeBron was only paid for the games that he played this year, okay, he's got a thirty-nine million dollar a year salary. He only played sixty-two percent of the team's games this season. That leaves thirty-eight percent left. Okay, that's thirty-eight percent of games that he missed and didn't play. Okay. That's $25 million that he he would be able to keep, okay? He would have been able to keep $25 million. And in that sense, he would have lost out on $14 million, okay? Which is absolutely where I believe that he should get paid this year. Give him $25 million of the 39 that he was supposed to make because that's the amount of games he actually played. And, guys, if you want to sit there again and say, oh, he was hurt for a lot of games, guys, he was not hurt because every game they needed to win, he would play. And the games that they didn't need to win, oh, he was hurt. That That's not, that's not reality, guys. That's not, oh, I'm going to get back on the court as soon as I can. I'm going to help my team as soon as I can. I'm going to get out there and play through injury long as it's something that – you know, it's not going to ruin my career or whatever. That's what you do. That's what Michael did. That's what all these guys did. All the legends did, all right? And the, and he's not doing that. And a lot of these players, it's not just him. He's just the example of this. Kawhi Leonard is the same way. James Harden is the same way. Anthony Davis is the same way. And, and it's just really getting to be nauseating that these guys are able to go out there and do what they're doing. It, it's, it's just, it's sad for the fans. You know, I believe it's sad for the sponsors. I believe it's sad for the league. I mean, everyone involved, it's sad, guys. And there's coaches. There's coaches. Like, he doesn't care. LeBron doesn't care. He, he wants to go out there and do his thing, and to him, he's the coach anyway. So if he goes out there and he rests a bunch of season, they go in as an eight seed, and they don't win a title, okay, his coach can now be fired because, well, you're an eight seed. You got two of the best players in the game. You should have been higher than that. He doesn't care if the coach gets fired. He doesn't care about that. All he cares about is, oh, I just, I just got to maintain my body, and I just, you know, I just, I just got to be ready to go the next game and win a title. Like that's all he cares about. He just cares about being fresh, getting an advantage on other players, you know, outsmarting the league and outsmarting, you know, the other teams and organizations. And that's what he's doing. More credit to him. I mean, hey, it's, you know, it's, it's not a problem with him. I mean, he's doing the right thing. But the NBA needs to step up and do the right things. Okay, this is showing. This is, look, as a reference. Michael Jordan only played less than 80 games twice when he was on the roster the entire season, okay? Now, there's a couple seasons there that he wasn't on the roster because he was, you know, he retired and then he decided to come back. I mean, that doesn't count because he wasn't on the team the whole season. But for the the times that he was on the roster the entire season, he only played less than 82 games twice in his career. Twice, guys. Let's go back and look at that stat for LeBron when his is done, when his career is done. Okay? Let's go back and take a look at it then because there's no way it's going to be close to that. He's already down way too much from that. Okay? This shows reasons as to why the NBA is a soft league. You got guys saying it. Shaq will tell you. Charles Barkley will tell you. Stephen A. Smith will tell you. A lot of these guys out there who NBA is their focus. 
they will tell you the NBA is soft. It's a soft league. Okay? There, there's rule changes now. You can't really guard anyone. You know, you can't really get up in anyone's face. There's no beating and banging in the paint. I mean, it is nothing like what it used to be. And it used to be that guys would play full seasons or at least 75 games of the season. You know, they would play a, a high majority of the games. You know, over over 95% of the games they'd be playing. Over 90%, 95%. Nowadays... No, that's too much. That's too much. That's too hard on me. You know, when I signed a contract to play for you, I didn't sign to, like, actually play the whole year. I signed to play, like, you know, three-fourths of the year. Then then why are we signing you for that much? The, the, we, we need to be prorating something here. We need to be lowering your salary for some reason because this is absolutely ridiculous that you've got guys you know, that will go out there and put teams on their back and get them in the playoffs and get them a really high seed because they care about every game, because they're competitive every night, because they, they have the same mentality as Michael Jordan. I'm not giving up one game. I'm not giving up one possession. I'm going all out all the time. And you got guys in the league that will do that. You got guys like a Russell Westbrook and things that when he is out there, he is going all out every game. Okay? But there's so many guys who aren't that are considered so great. And it's like, guys, they're, they're not. They're, they're not even great for their fans. If I'm a Lakers fan that was a season ticket holder, if I'm a dedicated Lakers fan, okay, and that means I bought season tickets. I bought season tickets to probably one of the you know most expensive franchises in the league, in the in the world, for years, and I'm, I'm a season ticket holder. I'm sad that LeBron James plays for the Lakers now. I'm upset by that because my, the value of my ticket actually went down because there's so few games I can actually go watch him. It's 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 a joke, guys. I mean, think about it. Kobe said it to his wife. He didn't set out games because of his fans, okay? Because the fans is what makes the game go. The fans is the reason that you're able to do what you're doing. The fans is the reason that you're able to get out there and play, okay? And... You're spitting in the fan's face because you're not even playing all the games. Like, that that sucks. You're biting the hand that feeds you. So, anyway, like I said, it shows that the NBA is a very soft league nowadays compared to what it used to be. It is showing that there are players that are outsmarting the NBA. There are organizations that are outsmarting the NBA. And some guys are, you know, more dedicated, more old school, more, you know, driven to and competitive than other guys um you know and and it's it's sad to see that you know like i had a lot of respect for Kawhi leonard at first amazing player great guy lost all that respect ever since he left san antonio lost a lot of respect for james harden when he left houston the way he did lost a lot of respect for you know lebron you know because i mean i'm not been a huge lebron fan but i mean I've, I've lost more respect for him on the court because He's not even on the court half the time. It's sad, guys. But I am so glad and so excited for Luka, Giannis, and Jokic because those guys 
have real heart. Those guys are out there every night for their team, their organization, and their fans, and they love the game, and that's why they're there. So I, I love those guys. They're becoming some of my favorite players very quickly because they're dedicated to their team, their organization, their fans, and I think we need to pay attention to them more, give them more spotlight. Let's get over LeBron a little bit. Let's focus on these guys who are out there for the fans um, because those guys should matter quite a bit more. And you look at all those guys, they're foreign players. What does that tell you, guys? Are we shaping the way that America is? Is America lazy? Is America only putting in so much effort just to make it, just to make it in? Because these international guys are coming in and kicking your butt. They're coming out there, and they're putting up great numbers every night, every game of the season because they're not willing to let their team organization of fans down. And that's, that's just sad to me, guys. That's just sad. So, anyway, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, big, passionate topic for us. Aurora was very upset about it when we started talking about it, and she kept going on and on for hours. Um, she wanted to go buy a LeBron James jersey so that she could pee on it um, a little bit because she really she enjoys peeing on random things, which is weird. But uh, that's the dog for you. So, um, anyway, with that being said, uh, we'll wrap it up for um, today's episode, and you guys will hear from us again on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Give us your opinion. You know, you have our Facebook below, our email below. Um, you know, again, we're not really talking about, you know, uh, you know, specific players, things like that. I mean, yeah, we talked about LeBron James a lot, but just because he's a prime example of it this year. Um, there's been other guys. There were other guys this year that were examples, but they weren't as much of the example as him. Um, so what do you guys think about the league? What do you think about these players resting and stuff so much? I mean, how can we fix it? Give us some ideas. Let it, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll mention it on the channel. Maybe somebody will hear it, but. NBA needs to get fixed, guys, because it's sad um, the, way that it's, the way that it's going. It's really getting sad. So what would you guys think? Leave us some comments. Um, feel free to like, share, subscribe, send it to some of your friends for the content as well. And uh, if you guys did enjoy it, um, like I said, like, share, subscribe, send it out to some other people. Uh, if there's things that you think we can do to tweak the channel, make it better, let us know as well. We're always wanting to make things better for our listeners out there. Uh, but, yeah, with that being said, uh, Roar and I will uh, get to her evening walk. And, uh let you guys get back to your day, but you'll hear from us on Wednesday. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great one.